Totally Tell Me was filmed in front of a live studio audience. Hello and welcome to Totally Tell Me, a uh, entertainment review podcast. Wow, and uh, you know, today we're ha- we have a very special thing uh, in store for everybody. We have a live studio audience coming, coming, yeah. There they are. The world's smallest live Hello, studio Hello, everybody. Audience, audience yes. of one tonight. <laughs> My name's Dominic McCurio. I'm here with uh, Laura Weinbach. Hello. And our guest this evening is the multi-instrumentalist face shredder Josh Pollock. Hi. The infamous Josh. Joshy Pollock. Infamously shredder. Um, he's a Bay Area musician, uh, if you don't know him. He uh, has been in many uh, projects, uh, some of which I just learned about approximately five minutes ago. Uh, but it's Three Leafs. You have a DJ project called DJ Female Convict Scorpion. Indeed, I do. Okay, Indeed, okay, do. cool. I just didn't want to fuck that up. The, the Lake <laughs> no, Millions. The, I wouldn't want to <laughs> <wouldn't wanna laughs> piss him off. Uh, the Lake Millions and uh, Dooms, Virginia, and he's also he's also plays with us in Fox Hills Brigade. Um, and there's something else you said that you're well, up yeah. To? The, we we if I understand correctly, we're about to enter a phase in which we're all going to about talk about our last week. You know, right? we're all we're all going to have phases in life, and uh, <laughs> that's going to be one phase this evening that we might go through where we talk about something that we've uh, discussed in the week. Um, Maybe just very briefly before we get to that, but I would be curious. Yeah. But just yes, uh, I'm sorry. Is there a question? Injury. I'm sorry. Is there just a question? Uh, uh, yes. Laura? Laura has just, an insult to just add. Just to add insult to injury, Josh is a ripping <laughs> motherfucking guitar player in Fox Hills Brigade and mm-hmm. uh, the original drummer for OG, our band. They're a slash percussionist who uh, just recently today had a very... Um, Noteworthy incident in which he obtained a the noteworthy, per- noteworthy percussive incident. Yeah, yes. a noteworthy that's percussive right, right. incident. What was that? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Right, on, literally on my way to this podcast, I purchased. God, sorry about those popping peas. No, it's, I it's all good. Purchased <laughs> from uh, from the ex percussionist of Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum. I bought this uh, marimba that he uh, had made out of junk, um, which is, I mean, sounds like the best instrument in the world. And what kind of junk are we talking about exactly? Uh, pressure caps, they're called. I'm not uh-huh. even like I'm. I'm such a nerd. I'm not even quite sure what a pressure cap is. <laughs> well, but they look. They, it looks like a part of a car. Uh, but that's so I weird. Know, I was just about to say, is it like a part of a car? I, I think mean, it looks like a part of a car. Mainly, think just because you said a cap. And so anyway, think, it's like, it's a marimba made like a out of junk, cap. which means there's no way it's not the coolest instrument in the world. So yeah. yes, I literally like acquired that, that today. And what was his name? What's his name? Mo is the name. Mo exclamation point. Who is a local? Mo. Yes, a oh, local oh, awesome percussion, gotcha. per- percussionist slash composer like slash. Wham. He's a <laughs> lot mo. like Wham. Yeah, he's it, got that exclamation yeah. point. That that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So anyway. have you been playing, or, or no? You just you. Just I literally obtained, have yeah. like carried it into the car and came over here. Right. That, so you haven't had a chance to like clack it around or anything. No, no, man. I'm looking forward to it. But it, it also has to be glued together. I have to right, find right, right. A wood is smith. it like so? Is it huge? Is it like a huge piece? Um, I mean, it's all relative. I don't know. It's it's <laughs> it fit in the car. I mean, you know, it's, a, it's a good size. I mean, it does it the job. It seems like I mean. the right size. Okay. It, 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 it fit. It, I, I was want, actually worried. I, Josh, I, I just want you to be comfortable. <laughs> Thank you, and I am. Thank you very much. Glad Look, to we don't have to it. talk about it if you don't want to talk about Josh. it. It's fine. No, <laughs> can we please talk about something else? Do you what? see what I see? Do you see what I see? So the film that we're going to talk about this evening, a little later on in the podcast, is called Manchester by the Sea, which is a uh, 26... See. See. <laughs> <Sorry>. see. <laughs> 
If only, man. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's cool. It's cool. Oh, our live studio audience. Uh, they laughed in the audience. You might not have yeah. heard it. It's fine. We'll, we'll and maybe, by they, we we'll, mean he. We mean one. <laughs> we'll, we'll bump up the volume on that on that section, you know. Uh, he's it's also fine. drinking. We a also don't LaCroix. have like an audience applause sign. We're just hoping <laughs> yeah. that this yeah. works. Hopefully naturally, something. Yeah. Organically. We'll start with one person and maybe add two or three <laughs> as, as it gets more successful. <laughs> anyway, sorry. What uh, were you saying? Right. So uh, Manchester by the Sea is the uh, film that we're actually going to eventually get to in this podcast. It's written, directed by Kenneth Lonergan. <laughs> Lon- Which sounds made up, right? Like, sounds, I can't say his name without... Lonergan? Yeah, Lonergan. That's how it's pronounced? Are you sure? I Well, you know what? It, it's, it's what it looks like. It's it, yeah, loner it's, with a G-A-N at the, at the end of it. Oh, Lonergan. So it wouldn't have been Lonergen, because that could have been fun. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't think it is. Nah. Either Lonergan. way, it sounds like a name that was Loner- made up on the spot. Could it be Lonergan? Really right, yeah, Lonergan. Yeah. Lonergan. Could be. I don't know. Still also, sounds made up. Lonergan. Also starring uh, Casey Affleck, um, yes. and it was up for, like, some Oscars and shit. Did it win any? Honestly, I probably should have looked that up, huh? Uh, I, I, it was at least nominated, and I know it was up for Best Picture, and it was, you know, uh, in... Wow, Best Picture. It was up okay. for Best Picture, that's right. Uh, we'll, but we'll get here. to that in a little bit. Um, but it has that Oscar-y vibe to it, oh, i got to say. Boy. But we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk, we'll talk. We'll talk. Hold your thoughts. <laughs> First up, I am curious as to what you were uh, mentioning about this like new project that you're working well, on. Well, I was working on it. I am and have been working on a new project with uh, a gal that you just worked on a project with, drummer Geneva Harrison of Bell's Atlas. Oh, hell oh. yeah, yeah. She totally. and I have a band called Heat, Vision, and Jack, and I'm you getting You have our... a band with her? Yeah, it's what literally the just the two of us. You know what? I no, knew that. you're in oh. our band. <laughs> I'm in a few bands, as you know. Bullshit. Anyway... <laughs> Dude, that band doesn't sound anything like your band. Don't even worry about it. They don't, there's, there's no crossover. Anyway, me and Geneva's record is being mastered as we speak. And oh, it's already like it's in yes. the can. It's, it is wow. definitely in the can. It when and where did you record such a thing as this? We recorded it in Geneva's practice space like, nice. on the fly. That's awesome. And then I did overdubs at home. Okay. Anyway, and uh, she, I just saw her for the first time in a million years because she's been in New York. Yeah, uh, working on a show, and she was talking about what a great time she had making a video with you. Ah, yes, we had a great time. It was awesome. Geneva's, I mean, Geneva's rad. Wait, what show was she working on in New York? The show called Hundred Days, which is a show mm-hmm. that I worked on with her here, and oh. I filmed you guys yes. do a song. Yes, she, it's all connected. Yeah, we're all connected, man. All the Dominic dots. made a video that accompanied. Hundred percent connected. Yes. <laughs> what? What is this 100 Days? It's a, It was written by and, and sort of starring this sort of married singer-songwriter duo called the Bengsons, who are New York-based. They got an offer to, to debut it out here, and I was in that. And then they did it in New York a few months ago, and Geneva was in that, and mm. I I couldn't afford to do it. Like, I no. wouldn't... I just... It yeah. would have. They would have had to pay me more money than to take care of my kid while I was gone than right. would have gotcha. been worth it for anyone. So mm-hmm. they did it without me. Okay. And what was the project called again? 100 Days. 100 no, Days. No, the, oh. I'm sorry, the one with the Geneva. Oh, Heat, Vision, and Jack. Heat, Vision, and Jack. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right on. Yeah. It's sort yeah, of, uh, like, to hear it. it's kind of like, it's like 70s cop funk music, but, <laughs> but sort of psychedelic and, and cop with- Cop funk? Yes, cop funk. Okay. In fact, our record, I'm, I'll just plug it right now because uh-huh. I know about it. Our record release party is going to be September 1st. It's with the Awesome Orchestra. Yeah. And we'll be performing the theme uh, from Shaft and nice. the theme from SWAT. Gotcha. As as well as like a weird orchestral improv. Oh, okay. make sure you talk into the mic. 
well, no, or I actually think it's an improv it, deal. Okay. Oh, go. we're good. We're good. Yeah, yeah, I think I, this is a mic that I have to get really close to. I see. Somewhat close. Mm, just get all intimate. Really just about close. as close as you get to that new marimba you got. That's yeah, all. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I got really close to that. Yeah. Anyway. Size-wise. Yeah, Geneva actually was telling me about that, and she was she seemed really excited about it, and she yeah, was all like, super... oh, working with Josh is just great. And I was like, isn't it? It's well, that's best. what I told her to say. But no, I, we're, <laughs> under, you know, I don't need to tell you that Geneva is like an absolute gem of a human being. Yes, thanks. That's exactly what I needed. I thought I was a little quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, studio audience. Oh, <laughs> yeah, studio audience. Studio audience You're is so also helpful. Our, You're you so are helpful. the most helpful studio audience. And for audience. those of you out there who are really on the edges of your seats wondering, it's um, Anton Patzner of Fox Sales Brigade, who is the one single member studio audience. And doing a tonight. great job. But he's doing a ama- Yeah, he's doing a great job. <laughs> Thumbs up, doing studio excellent. audience. Um, something right. else, though, uh, Laura, that you are not aware of. Uh, this oh. is actually an intervention. Is this your um, Ramspringer? This, this is, is an intervention. Oh, uh, yeah. I brought Josh on this program to tonight. And spring. <laughs> I brought Josh tonight on the program uh, as an intervention for you. Um, it's true. You see, you don't watch The Leftovers, and okay, yeah. I think... Um, it's about time. Then. Am I, wait, am I currently being spritzed? Because I want to get ready before I'm spritzed fully. Okay. It's time to prepare yourself for a, sp- a good spritzing. Okay. So whatever you would like to do to get prepared for that is totally fine by okay. me. But the spritz is about to be on, is All what right. I'm saying. Spritz me, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> so the leftovers just ended, Josh. Ah, I'm spritzed. <laughs> Consider yourself spritzed. <laughs> Oh my God! It was a completely topaque experience. You did not see that good? coming. I know. I couldn't tell from your face. <laughs> I didn't see it coming, but I certainly spritzed it coming. It's all over you now. I certainly felt it's clearly. Spritz. We're both uh, big fans. We right, just watched yes, exactly. the, yes. the, the leftovers just concluded, and I thought it was a slam dunk of a the show. The series finale. Slam dunk. The series finale. Such what did a, I say? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I right. just want to reiterate. Oh, I just, yeah, yeah. I'm just so excited. You yeah, know? and it was like. Really? I, the last two episodes were just like are, holy were shit, so so good. so good. The the second to last episode was amazing, insane. It, it's a slow burn, <laughs> as I had mentioned earlier. It's a slow uh, burn, so I know a lot of people that have had a hard time getting spritz. into the show. It's uh, a slow spritz, such if, you, such if, as, if you would. Yeah. Such people, such as Laura. such as Laura here. Yeah. No, no, I know people that have been like, yeah, I, I watched a half an episode. It's yeah, like it they, takes a while. I think to, that Dominic used the term slow burn as well uh-huh, to describe it is. the show. And without ruining anything, and I know Dominic will back me up. Back me up on this. That there is the single best television cliffhanger in the history of mankind yes it's yeah. so true there's one where like i mean it's right? the, so the cliche of like your jaw hanging open like i've never actually done that except when i watched the end mm-hmm. of the i show. had chills like it I was literally chills. like so you were Duh. literally sitting there going yes i was li- yes <laughs> I, oh my god the spritzme was sort of implied but yes yeah I, <laughs> the spritzme wasn't I was literal in fact, oh my god the, the spritz is on was, <laughs> the jaw it, drop was literal. it was it was it was a jaw-dropping cliffhanger. Really? It, was, it was truly, and, and Dominic will back me up. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And that, this was the, the cliffhanger, was it It was in this season? Or? No, it was about two-thirds of the way through season two. All right, mm-hmm. I guess I'll have to get into it. Which is about where, like, where the show finally, when you think it's like, oh, it's this sort of show, and like in about two-thirds of the way through season two, it just goes completely bonkers. Yeah, Maybe, okay. And there's just some... Maybe I'll get sick soon, and then I'll have to watch it. Yeah, well, I hope you do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't hope you do. No, but... I mean, that's the only way I'll ever get to know a show, because that's how I got into uh-huh. Game of Thrones, and I'm so thankful for that experience. Right. I legitimately think that there are, especially some episodes in the in the later two seasons, or, you know, in season two and three uh, in particular, there's like these just sequences that I think you would really like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just to say, just to reiterate what you said, I totally agree. The last two episodes, I watched them basically back to back. I was sort of like holding back so I could have like a big old two hour sesh of the end of The Leftovers. 
And I was just like, lose my goddamn mind. I envied your two-hour sesh because I actually watched them in two one-hour seshes. Mm-hmm. And as great as it was, like having ha- having had that as a one-two punch altogether, mm-hmm. it must have been, yes. It's it was, tele- TV bliss, definitely. It was great. The, <laughs> final, the, final, se- the final scene, even, Laura? Yeah. Holy shit. All right. Holy that's, shit. That's, don't give me too much here. No, no, that's all I'm going to say. That's all, all right, I'm going to say okay. is holy shit. Who it. knew it was all a dream? I know. Oops. Can you believe oh, it? Spoiler. Oh. Spoiler. <laughs> that's Sorry, right, everybody. Oh Sorry. my god! You'll still get we some totally good spritz in if you, if you if you check it Wait, all out. You just spoiled for me by saying it wasn't a dream, basically. <laughs> or is it? I'm not. sorry. Yeah. Or may, is it maybe not a maybe good I'm just dream. screwing with you, huh? Yeah. I mean, or is yeah. it yeah, not I'm, not yeah, now a dream? I'm screwed with. <laughs> Think about it's it. fine. You convinced me that maybe it's good, but. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> probably gonna hate it. Realistically, that's as we much actually, as we uh, can Studio expect, audience, did you, did you, have you seen the uh, the ending? No. Oh, okay. Studio audience has not seen. <laughs> the Studio audience, wait, are you even watching the leftovers? Studio no, he, audience, he was, he was. <laughs> I watched the first two seasons. Yeah, there you go. The, our studio audience has seen the first two seasons, okay. but he hasn't quite. Uh, All of them. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, get the ready. Entire studio. We'll get ready, audience. studio audience. All right. Well. Anyways, uh, that's just something I want to... I guess I you're wanna, all yeah. ahead of me in this Big game. thumbs up on the Left entire Leftover series from me and I believe mm-hmm. Dominic as oh, well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's I think it's one of the best modern TV shows. I would agree. That's how I feel about it. I feel like, especially in, in these last couple episodes, too, I was just like getting these old, getting these like feelings that I feel like I haven't really had since probably like Breaking Bad as far as just like... <laughs> Like a holy say, like, shit. I thought you were saying moments. you were getting feelings you probably haven't had since like junior high. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> like, Look, meaning it's, what? It's, you know, like, well, everything been... made me feel that way. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's <It's> junior <laughs> high, Breaking Bad, and now this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's in the top three. <laughs> right. Like... Yeah. It's like yeah. So I'd recommend Breaking Bad, Leftovers, and I'd also <laughs> recommend Junior High. Yeah, finishing Junior High. If you haven't done that, definitely. I'd definitely experience Junior High. Oh my I God. just uh, the way I'm translating that in my mind is like various stages of boners. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. recommend, what I'd can recommend I say? A half I don't know. Like, well, I'm glad you picked up on our subtext. There. That's, <laughs> thank you. Like, I'm glad we didn't have to spell like it out. Gym, like gym <laughs> class boner. <laughs> Science class boner. And, now just fully you know, blast outer right. space. No, graduate school boner. Grad school. Half mass boner. <laughs> yeah, half mass. Whatever you want. Anyway. Whatever you get into. What, what no, you... you know what? It makes sense because it all applies. Okay, junior high is very much like a kind of PE experience, right? Uh-huh. And like Breaking Bad is a science mm-hmm. experiment, uh-huh. right? And then The Leftovers is kind of a religious experiment. Mm-hmm. So it all complies. It all, well, it's a full 360. Right, right. Well, and junior high in a way is sort of like the midpoint between middle school and high school. So it's like halfway there, you know, sort of like a well, half that, mat, that's half chub kind of. That, that's, yeah. that's implied. Okay, okay. I didn't realize if that was already half explicitly. Half chub, half chode. I wasn't sure if that was explicitly it's mentioned. Totally fine. Right. No, it doesn't have to be explicit, I think. I it think half be. chub, half chode pretty much sums up my junior <laughs> high pretty school much. experience. <laughs> 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 That's that's the whole deal right there. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think that should be the name of our next album. How how was Concept. you? How was you in middle school? What were you like? What were you, what were you what were you doing? What were you doing in middle school? Yeah, or I mean, oh. sorry, in in a uh, oh, jun- in junior high. Well, what are we? What is junior, junior high? Ju- what is junior high? If not middle school, oh, yeah, they're kind of the same. I, mostly <laughs> being a nerd and and not liking anyone else uh-huh. and no one else liking me. Right, right, right. <laughs> a lot of that, uh-huh. you know. But I mean, I I I. Didn't like them, so I didn't mind. Not well, I didn't feel unpopular. It was just sort of like, oh, good, they don't want to hang out with me, and I don't want to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, good. I usually had one or two like nerdy friends, and uh-huh. and that was good enough for me. Uh-huh. Had had uh, had you already arriven to the great musics of the world? Had I 
in in junior in middle school. I don't know. I, I mean, you know, were, were, you, were, you pl- were you plucking into some? No, no, I was kind of a late bloomer with all that stuff. Okay, I okay. didn't really, I like, I didn't. I did you like deny liking music up until a certain age? Oh no, I liked music, but as far as playing, like, I tried to play, take lessons as a as a young kid, and I didn't like taking. I, mm-hmm. I just none of them ever stuck. I didn't like doing that. The only time I started learning instruments was when I started teaching myself, and that was probably in like high school. Uh-huh. Okay. Did you like bands and stuff in junior high? Only solo projects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I like bands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just, I only like singer song. What yeah, I mean I just, by that is that my like my little brother did not even admit to liking any music. I remember. No, I remember in sixth grade. Like, I remember like, thinking I it was the first time I had a quote unquote favorite band, and it was oh. Pink Floyd. Really? In yeah. sixth oh, nice. grade? Well, wow, that's my house hardcore. where my mom, where I grew up, was sort of a haven for the local potheads in the neighborhood. Really? And they would, yeah, they would all, because their parents wouldn't let them smoke pot in their house, and my mom would, so they all hung around in my mom's house and smoked pot. Oh, like and you're, listened to, that, we're the same age as you. No, no, they were much oh. older than me. Whoa, okay, um, that's crazy. And like, and this is, I, that's why I didn't actually get to smoking pot till fairly late because it seemed like a very, fairly like boring and yeah. like, you're like, it was old a people, like an adult old people thing do to do. It, so old people that. like, yeah, they would smoke pot and sit around and listen to mostly music I didn't like. And the one, like they'd listen to like, yes, who I still don't like and Led Zeppelin, who <laughs> I like now. Right. And, but didn't like at the time. And they list, they listened to Pink Floyd a lot and Pink Floyd I really liked. And so uh-huh. I just, that, I remember thinking, I remember like in sixth grade, I was like, Pink Floyd is my favorite band. You know? <laughs> well, Pink Floyd was my favorite band at a certain Aww. time. Yeah, and no, it still is one of my favorites. They're great. They're great. Yeah, they are great. Yeah, they're, they're I mean, one of the all time great. But I was yeah, yeah they were large a first favorite. They were an early favorite in middle school yeah. since you, since you asked. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I think I got ser- like a serious music nerd on in like high schools, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. I think it was like sophomore year. You know, mm-hmm. when were you? Weren't I'm... you also? You were like is a, that when a... you got into Rush? I never got into Rush. <laughs> Me neither. I, I knew you didn't. I was kind of joking. <laughs> I, I, I was really just like, tried because you I said actually... you didn't like yes, and I was like, does that mean? <laughs> no, I've tried to like Rush just... because I actually respect them a lot. Like I think like on paper everything they're doing is great. On but paper, I just... exactly. But like when I listen, <laughs> no, I know. You know, <laughs> when I listen, and you know, I watch the documentary on them, and like they're they're totally like they're doing their own thing, their own way, and they don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks, and that's totally the way a man should be. But, but you I just, just don't, don't like, like it, it. and yeah. I am with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I also never. But really like, yeah, they, but they got a lot of fans. They don't need me, so I don't feel bad about you know it. What? They're doing they great. don't like you. You don't like them. They, it works out. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like junior high. <laughs> yeah, they, they it comes some, full circle. They, they've had some pretty disparaging remarks about some of my projects. Oh, but How? no, no, I, 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 I'll let it. I'll let it go by the wayside. I'm Have cool they? No. Okay. <laughs> hey, I don't know. This is a guy who's played with John Cale and the likes of others. You know, I mean, and the likes of others. Yes, a lot of that. A lot of others. And you were you were a DJ, right? At a certain point, you. You, you were like a, or I oh. mean, you know, like uh, like a on, radio DJ, yes, uh, for what about was it, a, KCR, no, no, KOME, which, uh, which, come, yeah, no, they actually, <laughs> before I got there, they had, DJ there had actually come. been a whole, like, they would, they would make many jokes about that, and then by the time I got there, they were trying to clean up their image a little bit, oh, so they didn't okay. do that anymore, oh, okay. but it was like oh, the sorry. San Jose, sorry. so they were, they were getting out the tissues, and they were cleaning yeah. it up, and, with tissues, specifically, right, right, right. no, but like, <laughs> I it was like the local rock station, and we uh-huh. would play rock music, and like and it, and I did it for about a year, and then and, after, and it just like ate away at my soul. And oh, so okay. Stopped. Oh, for some reason wow. I thought Is, that was we, like a was com, was com radio <laughs> like was that 
Did that occur? Its birth occur at the same time as the bone? Because that's, right. no, I mean, the bone like is spontaneous? like the was bone it, is like was trying it, to harken back to what the station that I worked at was mm-hmm. like. Oh, is that so, like, okay? So it was kind of like premature. My my station played <laughs> classic rock back when it was just called rock. <laughs> Basically, uh-huh. uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. right. You know, okay, yeah. we played all the same stupid stuff that the Bone plays. <laughs> right, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but it was just. It was at the rock. time. It was just it like was just rock. rock. It, it was just it was, contemporary rock. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like it was too. No, I class, hear, Yeah, classic hadn't happened. Right, yet. right, right. Well, that's such is life. <laughs> classic hadn't happened. Yeah, we skipped right over the classic section of rock. No, it's just funny Although, because oldies now aren't even old anymore. They're like ancient. <laughs> like they don't exist like you know like now there's ancient I, no, rock now <laughs> there's classic rock and there's ancient it's, rock actually there is not even a station now for the kind of music I used to listen to as a kid which was K-Earth 101 in LA which played all the oldies the classic oldies from now, the 1950s now when you say classic oldies oh 50s from sorry. the 1950s and early 60s and mm-hmm. sometimes which is what I think 70s. of as oldies but that's because I'm old no but like that's now it's what like old- they, they play stuff from like the mid 90s no now, yeah right? now the oldies are like yeah from the mid 90s and 80s and stuff and it's like that's there is old. no station for the 50s anymore, really. That's, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I know. It was like a really great go-to station. And you can Wait, hear all the hits. You're yeah. saying that if you listen to an oldies station, it's going to be the, the 90s? No, well, a little bit. No, I mean, it's mostly 80s. It's mostly 80s. But into, the, in, into the 90s. And oh. into the 90s. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's interesting, you know, because the term vintage actually defines itself by, I think, 20 years or older. Mm-hmm. So basically, so, something from 1994 can be vintage. Yes, which, so I'm vintage. Totally. Yeah, it's true. I learned that kind of. Sem- <laughs> you you have achieved vintage status, oh, Dominic. Definitely. Yeah, you I've yourself actually been are vintage. vintage for a while now, <laughs> which makes me an antique. Yeah, I don't even. <laughs> and which, you, a relic. A relic. No, but like it's it's interesting because I didn't really know what defined vintage until somewhat recently when I was looking into this. I went to a shop that was labeling itself as vintage and they had like, all these Oh, I 90- like vintage clothes. Well, yeah, no, I was like, <laughs> like, I like, and then they had all these 90s shoes and stuff in there. And I was like, this is from the 90s. This is not vintage. And they were like, it's actually considered vintage. <laughs> Did they say it just like that? Yeah, were they're they like, wearing- vintage right now is 90, 90, 1995 and older. Uh-huh. And I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. That seems to cheapen the it word does, vintage a little bit. A little it feels cheap. like it doesn't make it, it mean very much. It definitely feel, felt cheap. Yeah. And who, who decided 25 years? Like, that just seems, it's, like, so arbitrary. Yeah, it's, well, no, it's not. I think it's more like 24. Like, why? Why? Well, what do you mean it's not? I why mean, is it's 25? plus or minus 25, I guess. But the point but according is... according to who? Is, no, because think of it. The term vintage... Well, I don't know. Maybe look it up in the dictionary. Why, why vintage you look means it up old because... It's <laughs> <said> like a... <laughs> because I don't want to feel know, my life getting cheaper by the minute. <laughs> no, it's just that... The word vintage means old, okay? So old is defined by a certain number, and I think it has to, you know, it has to start somewhere. <laughs> that was weak. Well, why? So why 25? Why not 35? Why not 15? Because 35 is too old. I don't know. 15? Look it up. Not Dominic's looking it up. I, I am. I am looking it up. <laughs> just, I just look up. Know. Look well, up these. Look up this expression. What defines a vintage item? What? You, really want you know that that great expression everyone always uses. <laughs> <laughs> in various I heard, regions of the world. I heard that expression the other day, and I thought I love that expression. <laughs> yeah, what defines a vintage? Being a great catchphrase. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> sorry, there was a big fly that just oh. hit my head. Right. Okay, Ruby Lane also suggests. I don't know who the fuck Ruby Lane is, but uh, this is An just expert, what came I'm up. Sure. Ruby Lane also suggests that vintage should not be used in reference to objects less than twenty years old. There to go. So, Less than 20. So it's 20. 
There you go. I but, mean, according to Ruby Lane. But it could have just as easily been 24. Yeah, I don't know, and we don't have time for this. No, okay, we, we don't, don't have time. Don't. Don't. We can't go further long. down this rabbit hole. This is definitely not way too long. I don't even care anymore. I'm literally listening knows, to our podcast write to us. as we speak, and I'm going, this is boring. <laughs> Vantage. <laughs> if you know the answer, write to us at boringpodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> write to us at chode.org. Write to us at half Wait, is that that can't be the email address? What's the domain? (laughs) Is Halfchub also the domain? No, it's what? Right? Oh, right. Never mind. Just forget it. Wait, the whole point is that we're like trying not to get off track. Maybe we should. It's fine. Let's just move on. What's up with you, Laura? What you? What you? What's up with you, man? You know? Oh God, I don't know. You're just so mysterious over there. What is up with me? I had some pasta tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I realized. I realized that the way to make pasta and have it guaranteed the noodle to be good every time is you add salt to the water and then you keep adding salt to the water throughout the course of its boiling. Oh. And it really works. Fun trick. Yeah. That, that's in the vintage uh, trick, actually. It's, it's a vintage trick, right. yes. It's over They've been 20 using years that. old. They've been doing that trick for <laughs> at least 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. It is, and it's also in the uh, how-to book of chubchoach.org. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> .org's How to Be a Millionaire book. Slash boring um, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't you can know. find it on the iCloud. Gmail, Doc. What about <laughs> <laughs> at gmail.com right yeah at gchild.com I don't know I don't have much to say I mean let's see we okay we recorded our last podcast not that long ago (laughs) it's fine you got nothing to say Laura look Uh, I'm not forcing you to say anything that you're not not. willing to say then put that gun down (laughs) (laughs) look I don't like our secrets revealed and I really um well, let me think. What's up with you? <laughs> I was just going to talk about the leftovers, so it, oh, okay. maybe we should uh, move into our main topic here. I think we can. If I think of anything fun, we'll, we'll talk okay, about it We'll sprinkle please. it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, Manchester by the Sea is the film that we all just watched again, starring Casey Affleck, written and directed by Kenneth Lonergan, which is a apt name. I uh, think it's Lonergan. I think it's like an Irish Lonergan. name. Lonergan. Wait, why do you think he's Irish? Or Scottish. Kenneth. <laughs> Kenneth, no, it's Kenneth. like, come on down to Lonergan. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Lonergan's. We over at yeah, Lonergan's the other night. I think I saw you in the Oh, that's how it was. That's how it was. We ain't Lonergan's. <laughs> was that the cheap chip? <laughs> well, luckily, if he doesn't work, it doesn't work out in Hollywood. He can always like open a pub right. back in the motherland. Right. <laughs> I'm sure it'll flourish. So what did you guys think of this movie? Well, oh, oh, and by the way, I should say, because uh, I actually forgot to tell you this, but I'll tell oh. the audience this too. Um, at first, we'll talk in a kind of non-spoilery way. We won't mention anything like specific about the movie. So if you haven't seen the movie, uh, you can still just hear our first impressions. And at a certain point, we'll let you know we're going to get into like the specific details of the movie. So what do you guys think on more of just a general? What's your general take? Well, I'll I, start with you, Josh. I didn't buy it. <laughs> you didn't buy it. I, did, I yeah. it, had, it, it had that sort of like... First of all, it had that total like, and now we're all going to get serious, so right. we can show you that we're worthy of Oscars. Uh-huh. Can you all see how worthy of Oscars we are? From, <laughs> you can tell from the tone of this film, which immediately like just make, like raises my hackles, and also like it. I didn't it raises your hackles. It does. It raises my hackles. Like I immediately I like I don't. Eh, I don't trust you. I don't trust you now. It raises yeah. It, it my raises hackles. My your ankles. <laughs> It, there's all these things getting raised that shouldn't right. be raised right, totally. by this this sort of film. Right. Also, like, it's it, like it, yeah. I feel like the main character was like we were supposed to be like. I, I felt like they were sort of justifying. 
him being a dick mm. just because he like a bunch of horrible things had happened to him. And I don't think I'm ruining anything by saying no, like no, no. many, many unfortunate things happened to this guy. And that, and that was, we were supposed to like forgive him for being a, a dick to everyone. And I don't, you know, I don't, I don't buy that, man. man I, were I think we, you, were we really supposed to forgive him? Because well, I, I think we were supposed to, weren't we supposed to empathize with him? Like I felt like yeah. we were being forced to empathize with him and I didn't empathize with him at all. It felt, he, right. he felt like a fake person. Like I, it felt like it, Instead of being realistic, it was quote realistic unquote. That is <laughs> that is that is the gist of my problem with that film. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't realistic. It was quote realistic unquote. Yeah, I'm pretty much with you. I I felt like it was. I felt like it was fairly well acted. Actually, I'll say oh, yeah. that much. Uh, I agree. There, everybody in the film did all they could with what they had mm-hmm. to work with. I didn't. I, but I just like it. It all, none of it rang, the script did not ring true to me. Yeah, it's just kind of like a meandering bummer is pretty much how I felt about this movie. Two it was hours like, and 20 minutes, man. It, it did really not need bummer. to be that. It did not need to be like that a long. really, really long bummer. Lots of long, yeah, A was bummer. And B, like, lot, it was like, if you're going to be two hours and 20 minutes, man, you you better, like, justify every second. Right, and, and, there and was like, have a story to tell. I felt like, ultimately, this story was that of, like, I get having, like, a slice of life, and I do like mm-hmm. that kind of thing sometimes. Uh, but this to me was more just like scene after scene of just like a, a, a dude's bummer ass life that's not, he's not like progress. I didn't feel like he was really progressing in any sort of way. And the only interesting thing about him is that bad things had happened to him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you want to ask me what I thought? I'm no. So, well, anyway, yes, Dominic, uh, I... go, go ahead, Laura. <laughs> Laura, what did you think? The, I thought you were just going to start chiming in. I'm sorry, Laura, but what did you think of this movie, Manchester by the Sea? I loved it. it. Hated it. Hey, where's our studio audience? Did I not call it before we started watching this movie? I said, guys, I said, get ready. That was the studio audience, everybody. I said, get ready. We're about to watch two and a half hours of crap. Did you say that? No, I said something to the extent of that. Well, it wasn't. But you were half. You were half choked. Oh, I was. I was like ninety percent joking. It was like a nineties percent joke. It was like a nineties percent. It was a vintage joke. It was a vintage choke joke. Yeah. No, but I mean, yeah, it's like, what? Why did you make me watch this? <laughs> you meaning the like people who made it. Right. But on the other hand, I'm sure a lot went into it and that there was like a genuine effort made on the part of everyone involved to create something special. And so I do feel a little guilty, but honestly, I hated it. <laughs> Just, wow, you really, no, you I really didn't, didn't uh, like it much. I, okay, I what about the acting? Did you I think- didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. <laughs> Bad I, just, I was like just really bored and yeah. kind of oh, like yeah. not interested and 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 also um i felt that i will say you said that 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 affleck didn't pr- progress in the movie mm-hmm. but i actually think he did progress a little bit kinda. backwards <laughs> oh because like he kind of like opened up to the kid and started to like care about him or whatever but like kind be of that as it may and well, you know, let's, we'll also, get into specifics. Who cares? Of, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So what? Like, what I mean, I it's say. more like, of a so what situation. It's more right. of like a yeah. It's basically like a four non-blonde song from the nineties. <laughs> Ooh, so low blow. Yeah, low blow. Exactly. <laughs> but apt. But right. you know, it was basically a film about a bunch of people who are not very interesting, interesting, and kind of like not very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, and, the acting. What do you think of the acting? Yeah, it was good. You know the acting. Good was good. We all agree the yeah. acting was solid across yeah. the board. Sure. I think it was. I think it was actually more than solid. I thought but it was. Like, I thought this it was, goes to show. I guess good acting can't carry the film. Yeah, you still no. need a fucking film for these actors yeah, to act in. You, you know. Need, and I will yeah. say, I know that I. I happened to look up before we did this, and yeah. he he made a film several years ago called "You Can Count on Me," mm-hmm. starring. Oh my God, what is the name? The guy that plays the Incredible Hulk now. 
Oh, that guy. No, the really good actor who shouldn't be playing the Incredible Hulk because he's oh. really good. You I'll know what I'm talking up, about? Michael. But oh my god! No, I don't know. He's Oh, Mark, Mark Ruffalo? Thank you, studio, studio audience. audience. I take back all the bad things I said about you. Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> it's, it's the studio audience has, by the way, moved to another right, room. Yeah, he's not in this room yeah, anymore. It's a different yeah. studio, but the same yeah. audience. They can, they can hear us through the studio yeah. walls, though. Maybe. So. Yeah. No, Mark, this was like the sort of a breakout film for Mark Ruffalo, and it was like a really good... It was a really... It was like the good version of this. It was actually like a really good slice of life about hmm. regular people, but it was actually compelling, and the people were sort of... Were far more interesting than in this film where they were like just not like I felt this film was made for people who aren't interesting to be like oh finally someone I can identify with <laughs> I guess you're <laughs> you right know, I, I agree with well, you just a right. simple just well-meaning lunkhead you know like <laughs> yeah, but me that guy's not, nobody in this movie is is really well-meaning except the one that's dead see right. but that's the thing I feel I, like they're all kind of assholes actually yeah I know but I feel like that that's was sort of the insidious thing I felt about the film was that it sort of tried to like frame like the the assholeness and just like it's just like kind of a, being real man you know right, like you know right. and it's just like no no, like there's no excuse. Like I, I mean, and this is perhaps naive, but that my, I have a real deep philosophy about like, you, like you are responsible for how big an asshole you are. I feel like people are constantly going like, well, I'm an asshole because I <laughs> of my bad childhood, or because of this traumatic event, or because I was mistreated by that person. When it's just like you can, I, I feel like no matter what happened to you, you can make the effort to choose not to be an asshole. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like this film is for so people that want to want to justify mm-hmm. them being an asshole to other people. It's like, oh yeah, well if everyone knew the pain that I was going through, then they would realize well, it was okay. Well, the pain that I was going through. Well, they're they're <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I'll contest just a little bit to the sense of I did think it was like an accurate portrayal of like depression and just like really being stuck in your head or you know like to me Casey Affleck's character obviously like he <laughs> played a large part into why he is so depressed. But um, I thought his depression was played pretty well. And like just the way that he interacts with like s- other people, I thought was a pretty uh, well constructed um, way to portray just like, you know, you're just, you don't have, you don't even have the social capacity to like want to even deal with like working yourself out of it. You're just like, well, fuck it. It's like he's pretty much submitted himself to the depression. Yeah. And he, I think he did a really good job doing that. I yeah. just like, it didn't. Yeah. Again, in the script, there yeah. just wasn't enough no, to yeah. compel me to com- care what happened to him next. Which and I, I had to do that for two hours and right. 20 minutes. No, totally. <laughs> I mean, to watch someone be stuck in their depression for two hours and 20 minutes was like, it was. It made me. Be stuck in depression. Right. It was. It was hard. It was, <laughs> it was a difficult thing felt, to just endure. Yeah. No, I don't know. It was more just that it was boring, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it, and it had the. And it could seemed have been to have about. That, yeah, that pretense of being about. It could have been a about, movie about someone depressed for two and a half hours and not been boring. But yeah, it was boring. an interesting depressing. Yeah, person. like I, right. I don't <laughs> mind watching depressing movies. But, no, me neither. But you know, it was depressing was, and boring. It was both those yeah. things. Absolutely. This was like more like man. Chester, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> right, right. This is so boring. <laughs> so Alas, I think that's Chester like, was sorry, nowhere that to be was found. Hor- that was a horrible, <laughs> horrible joke. Those are kind of like our first impressions, I would say. But let's, but now I think we should be able to let's uh, let's <laughs> let's talk some more specifics and stuff. So if you care oh. about spoilers, right. uh, now would be the time. Can to I get out. all right? Well, here's the spoiler. This yeah. is like the thing, like the fact that one of the very first scenes we see of him is like is him starting a fight with somebody in a bar for no reason. Right. And right. I'm just like... Which he continues to yeah. do. Yeah, which he can... A, w- yeah, which he continues to do, but like, I'm like, that's... 
it'd be one thing maybe if they'd show that later in the film, but like we're mm-hmm. seeing that early on, and I'm like immediately like, you're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't yeah. care what you went through. No, like that no. is like the dickiest move I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. he punching literally random just people. like yeah, he just decides to punch someone. Yeah. Yeah, he just wanted to get into a sky. fight and yeah, punched a couple people that happened to look at him. You know, at the wrong time, and I'm just like I was like, wait, did I miss something? Because I thought, because I was dozing a little bit. <laughs> well, I did. I did. This is like five minutes and into I'm the like, film. I'm like, uh oh, what did I miss? And you guys Nothing, are like, you no, missed like him they, saying they, my name is Lee. <laughs> no, we they established that he's like a big dick, and like, and we're supposed, but and like later we're supposed to go, oh well, it's it's okay because he's gone through these horrible things, and I, which well, he did I'd, to himself, which yeah, which he totally brought on himself. But it's just like you know, like I, I, I am not gonna feel any sympathy for somebody that starts. Like n- needless, meaningless fights in a bar. Like I'm mm-hmm. immediately, I don't like this person. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, well, and maybe I told. I don't want you to like him. I agree. <laughs> uh, well, no, and that's what I, I honestly, I, I kind of felt like was to like him. Really, because that's that's the most depressing thing about this movie. If the filmmakers really wanted us to like, well, well, that's I, what I, depressed me about it. I right. felt like we're he was being framed as someone that we were supposed to kind of empathize with, or kind like, of be attracted way, to in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. Well, because he's like was, handsome. Oh no 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 no! He's well, like semi. I mean, he was, he's like he's a, a typical. Handsome, he's like a typical handsome. But why would they cast a semi handsome person? Well, because they always like to they, be a jerk. They like they get a handsome so guy. They they, like they, they put some like facial hair on him and mess his hair up. And suddenly, like everyone's like, "Hey, I can identify with him now," <laughs> you know. And it's like, right. no, he's actually a really handsome guy. You're probably a big fat slob, and you don't look anything. <laughs> like him. You know what I mean? Like the people that are identifying with him don't look anything like Casey Affleck. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I mean, I also, well, for one thing, I do think that, well, playing dead devil's advocate here, since we all hated this movie. Well, I didn't hate it. I mean, but, I you didn't know. hate right, it. Right, right, right. We, we didn't I hate didn't it. Like but it, we no. all didn't really like this movie. To play devil's advocate, I think ultimately what they were trying to do with this character, what, like like him punching or whatever, was his only way to like get out his depression and and like clearly the dude can't handle talking with people like he can't talk out his feelings like later on in the movie he meets up with his ex-wife and clearly she's trying to open up and like you know get something out of him emotionally like you know connect with him in some way and it's just clear that the dude from the beginning of the movie through to the fucking end of the movie which is annoying to me that he had no progression um it has no emotional he can't like connect with people but but Um, but he did at one point before the fire it shows him with the family and it was like he was very emotional and very like loving and for that was before his fucking family burned down in a fucking fire well yeah so there you go so like what i'm saying is he's obviously hasn't dealt with that for the majority of the movie and And like so that's why he's like starting up these fights at these random bars and shit i'm just saying like to play devil's advocate that's probably why he's no, I, I understand know. why no, he did why. it, but I still think he's a dick for doing yeah, it. Yeah, Josh is I'm not going to empathize with yeah. him, even if that's like I'm just like I agree. You know, my feeling is like find some other way of dealing well, no, with totally, it. Totally, I agree. It doesn't involve punching some poor innocent why, guy why in the face. No one, why did Why did no one suggest to him therapy in this movie? Because they're all they're, too real and yeah, and, therapy's for losers. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> like it's for us weird West Coast liberal types that like you know that believe in. Do you Do you go to therapy? No, but I have. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. I was actually considering going myself, but it seemed like too much of a hassle. Too much of a hassle. Well, yeah. yeah. So I just went down to, uh, you know, Lagerdens or whatever the fuck that guy's name is, and I punched someone's face out. <laughs> Felt a lot better about myself. What's, the, what's the director's name again? Uh, Lonergan. I went down to Lonergan's and I <laughs> slapped someone's in the fa- someone in the na- nards. <laughs> <laughs> felt a lot better. <laughs> it felt, 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 felt a lot better. Felt a lot better. 
felt hella better. <laughs> it's like the Californian Irish. Like, uh, yeah, it's the word. I'm, I make no claims to making any realistic Irish accent whatsoever. <laughs> I felt but, uh, a lot better. In fact, I felt hella better. <laughs> now, like, yeah, cultures are now melting, flashed. fusing together <laughs> fusing. here. So what did you guys think of the kid in this movie? The, As a like character the main, or the, or the, the actor? Uh, well, both, I guess. You mean Patty. <laughs> Is Pat- his name Patty? Patrick. Patty. Liam. Liam Patty. Liam, yeah. <laughs> Patty. What was his name? I I'm a little embarrassed. His, say, his like, name is Patty. Pat- Patrick. Oh, right, yeah. Patty. Yeah, Patty. I, I mean, I, you know, I didn't, didn't... Once again, it was like, I, it, like most of the characters there, they, they were just so, like... I mean, I guess the part of the thing was like, they're supposed to just be simple, real <laughs> right, people. Right, simple, that, real people. You know, but like, and, well, and maybe may, like, maybe no. I'm a snarky West Coast asshole, but like simple, real people aren't like not inherently compelling to me. And that's no, and they were they're all, simple, real, boring. Yeah, yeah it's true, it's and true. Like the same way, like, you know, like if, if also, somebody's a West Coast bohemian person and they're simple and boring, that wouldn't be compelling to me either. You know, mm-hmm. like, I like simple, mm-hmm. like, being simple is not inherently. I don't know if he's well, supposed to be, but he, I did not like the kid. Really? Oh, yeah, I found him to be like in, inherently unlikable. Okay, well, here's the thing. I kind of agree with you, but there was like some moments that that kid was like really, really touching me, really, really touched me in the feels, you know? Really? Like, the, well, for, like for when one, he cried? Well, no, when he, yeah, well, actually, when he had his, his anxiety attack, I was like, oh, that's, that's like shitty, you know? He's like, Think of is, is he like really has this thing about yeah, not wanting his dad in the in the freezer like it, that's like tripping him out and no, I thought that like, like that whole anxiety sequence was like pretty well done. I thought that he acted well in it, but I his, as a character, he was like trying to bone down with two girls at once, and that was yeah, annoying. well, whatever. No, you say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, no, that I, just <laughs> makes me think he's a little dick. I mean, yeah, he's a Fuck twerp. Him. You know, he's like a, he's like a twerp. You know, he's like. He, he he's like kind of shitty in some and ways. He's just but like, but yeah, I mean, I think that he had a good dynamic with Casey. Mm-hmm. And I would like to say that I'm generally down with dicks. In <laughs> Me too. Both literally and no, no, like <laughs> I, like I'm down with like unlikable characters, but like I feel like we're like. The, they were all framed in that glowy Oscar thing where we're supposed yeah. to find the nobility in them, even though they're kind of like this. Whereas, yeah, like, yeah. I want my unlikable characters to be just plain old unlikable. Mm-hmm. I think they were supposed to really represent, like, Bostonian-type vibes. You know, like, kind of... Well, wow, days. what like gave you that East idea? <laughs> I don't know. No, that was, like, the... The, the Mayor Quimby accent. That was perhaps? the, um... That was the, like, quintessential character that they were supposed to represent like the kind of i guess the but, shades uh, of like, what was that know. what was the oh new the, england the departed martin scorsese is the departed that mm-hmm. had a bunch of thick boston accents and i remember really liking that movie a lot <laughs> no but it wasn't just the boston accents it was but like the regular, simple regular kind of like but they were regular person. criminal guys yeah know? but see that's not regular yeah. well, what about it's uh, interesting but this was just yeah they were just supposed to be like boring bostonian types i guess i don't know i guess they succeed. like everyday blue collar kind of people i guess and i, I feel like there's know. a way to do that i i, I don't feel I don't like blue collar people are not they're not inherently uninteresting but well. th- but these were <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i thought one sequence that was also really cool uh or that was like interesting and kind of this like strange and uh some somewhat funny way was uh, the sequence where he goes and meets his mom and Matthew Broderick plays. <laughs> oh, that was that was the, actually the, um, one interesting part. Yeah, yeah. I, I really liked yeah, that the creepy sequence. Christian dinner was. Yeah, cool. that was like very awkward and this interesting like without the dynamic ever, there was so strange. And yeah, without ever getting was, mustache twirly, they never got like ooh he he I'm being sinister. Yeah, it was just always like it had this yeah, wrong yeah. vibe. No, to it. and it was like 
the tension was very present, and, and I felt, felt like that was a really good scene. Yeah, that was the one scene in they the. They should whole have movie made the movie about Matthew good. Broderick's character. I know, yeah, man. I know. That would have been That's awesome. actually so true. I would have totally I would watch that. Enjoyed that more. And I the mom's character. Yeah, because was I was like really compelled. By, I wanted to by know that more. Character. I definitely wanted to know more about them, and and you just feel like that kid in that scene of just like this awkward tension of like. You're trying to accept me, but also you're like trying too hard, you know? Yeah, like, and it's like she didn't really do anything that if one were to explain it in words to another person that didn't wasn't there, that was like really overtly bizarre. Mm-hmm. But you only experience that by seeing the person in action and being in the mm-hmm. room with them, and that like it was the audience. We got to do that, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I have. We like, sure did. I've <laughs> 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 I don't know. I just I felt like that did illustrate something that was not easily stated in words. Mm-hmm. They really use the medium for that. So I appreciate Agreed. That. Yeah, but yeah, it, it was, if anything, almost more frustrating because like, wow, I wish that had been I know, the <laughs> two, last hours two hours and 20 hours. minutes. <laughs> and and like, yeah. the rest of it had been like three minutes. You know? you. Yeah, we just see Casey Affleck for one scene and then, <laughs> yeah. you know. Just fo- follow Christian Matthew Broderick around. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Christian Matthew Broderick. Yeah, totally. There let's get Christian Matthew Broderick. Yeah, let's get that by the sea, you know. <laughs> Matthew Broderick, man, he is just a good actor. Isn't he? he is. I he's like great. He's yeah. a good actor. I even, liked, I even liked the reading that he was doing of the email that he sent the kid yeah. yeah like yeah. the way that he was reading it i was like no, he it was, was great he's excellent he's yeah. excellent yeah yeah he's amazing any correspondence should come through me if you want to <laughs> Ooh. yeah yeah any correspond- like, oh. he has that yeah there's a certain timbre to his voice that's very yeah and i like it's present in all his movies but- i liked how he when the kid shuts the laptop and like the <laughs> the um voiceover also like immediately stops with it i mean there, there was like some interesting little nuggets little nugs th- throughout this uh throughout this movie like that were moderately just keeping my interest mm-hmm. oh yeah it um, wasn't the worst movie in the world by yeah. any means by any means but yeah like i was i don't know it had gotten a lot of got I a guess, lot of press what, i was expecting yeah. sing street I was worse expecting than this? more maybe yeah sing street yeah. was worse than this well, well yeah. sing street but at we the same time sing week. street oh. did have some entertainment value yeah well this had some entertainment value in but a in a certain less, sense though. Well, this there was, was about eight minutes of entertainment. It was like yeah, there was like there was like not minutes. that much stuff that was actually entertaining. Well, I think that I think that's somewhat subjective because it's like what is entertainment for a movie well, that sure. is meant I mean, to like make you feel theory. uncomfortable and sad and depressed? You know, like I do think it did its job as far as like it is an effective film. You know, like effective. Uh, what was the effect? <laughs> Boredom? <laughs> well, in that case, it was very effective. <laughs> yeah. For people, for well, people what who, is it supposed to do exactly? I don't know. I guess I, I think it. I What's think it's intention? a. I think it's a study on depression. I think that's what this movie is. I think it's like a study Slicing. on, on someone who is emotionally incapable of dealing with their depression and what happens to that character when they have had like, I don't know, five to ten years of just like built up frustration and like another tragic event happens to them. Like what now, you know, like this dude is kind of just like a ticking time bomb in a way, but I just thought that it was going to go somewhere or that something would be solved. And I was just, I was mostly disappointed by the fact that I felt like it, it didn't really go anywhere. Like you you didn't offer any kind of solution for depression or any kind of insight really. It's just, this is what depression is. It was like hanging out with a depressed Uh, person was this movie, you know, it was like, it, it actually made me feel like I've felt before when I've hung around someone who is extremely depressed. And I'm like, shit, I wish I could do something. Well, I, I mean, well, then again, I do to... care a lot more about the people who are actually around me than this fucking character. But, but there's just this sense of like, you know, you want them to get better, you know, for themselves. 
but there's almost nothing you can do about it. But so you think that this movie was just trying to show us that person? Maybe and that was I guess it? just like a profile of someone who's depressed. But then again, I don't think that's worth making a two-hour and twenty-minute movie for. You Not know? only that, but like people who are depressed don't usually have something like as tragic as what happened to him and happened in their lives. Like. How many people do you know whose like entire family almost <laughs> burned, down, burned down? Like whose two then, children burn in a fire and then like seventeen, eighteen tops. <laughs> <laughs> tops. <laughs> I mean, it's like that's like an extreme scenario, you know. Like right. there are people who are just as depressed as Affleck was in this movie that just have you know there. There's all kinds of smaller reasons. There's all sorts of reasons to be depressed. Yeah, there's all sorts of reasons. Maybe even more interesting ones. Actually, I do agree with that. I think it would be this would. I totally agree that this would be a more compelling movie to me if he was a more sympathetic character and the act in which w- whatever brought him to depression was not so just fucking intensely overwrought and just it insanely seemed a little, tragic. Little iron fisted. Little hand it was like. It was oh, and the music was also not working for me. For talk about ham fisted, yeah. The, the music was a bit ham fisted. It was like all over the place, kind of. Yeah, there was like ham-fisted. opera, and then there, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, and the the, the flashback structure was confusing to yeah, me. Yeah, that was anyway. very confusing. Oh right, yeah. One but, thing there yeah. were a bunch of weird flashbacks that we were yeah we constantly weren't stumbling over the, line- the linear. Sure, we're stupid, but <laughs> yeah, we're just simpletons <laughs> um, over here. And uh, but, yeah. but I don't know. I don't know if any of us knows the true intention of this film. <laughs> Maybe this is a depressing movie for people that don't actually like depressing movies. Like I mean, yeah, I mean, I you know these are, like most of the movies I like that are depressing. People are like, oh, I couldn't even take it. Like but over like, the is, top. Like this was like you know I don't normally like movie. depressing movies, but I was really moved by this. Is is <laughs> I is the is the. <laughs> Is this sort of like reaction I'm in, imagining people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, to this right, shit, right. it almost worked. I mean, it got fucking best picture no- nomination. Do we? Did you look it up? Did it? What? It, do we? Know? I can't believe uh, it got we should best picture. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. What was the? What, what are you talking about? This is so totally, great about this movie, though. Well, nothing, but it's got like that. But what do people Oscar say? Thing, all, I, no, I hear what you're saying. Totally. You know what I mean? It's yes, like, of course. But what would like like the an majestic honest critic Jim Carrey, say? You know, what would an honest critic say who thought this was not worthy of a nomination? Holy shit! For best picture, what is their rationale? Why it's so well, great. I don't know. All right, it's up for it was up for six awards. It won Best Actor for Casey Affleck, what? Best Original Screenplay by Kenneth Lonergan. Oh, boo. Oh. Best, best Original Screenplay? That was like the worst know, original. God. This got Best Original <laughs> Screenplay. I think That's, Moonlight was up for that, and that fucking pisses me off. That's dumb. Are you kidding me? He probably sent some care packages to the people who were voting. This isn't... (laughs) What screenplay? Just what exactly Uh, are you accusing him of? (laughs) Well, chocolates, wine, whatnot. (laughs) Whatever. Oh, okay. (laughs) What? Was a studio audience saying something? Oh, Anton saying it was an adapted film. Who's Anton? What? Or the audience. Studio audience was saying what? (laughs) That this movie was... Oh, oh, Moonlight Dominic was adapted. Oh, okay. Moonlight was oh adapted. thank God we are getting uh, we're getting some fact checks over from the fact studio checks. audience. So never mind. But whatever else was up for a best original I screenplay, can't believe that yeah, wait. had to have been better. Yeah, there's oh, no way actually. That. I'm looking it up. It's La La Land, Hell or High Water, The Lobster, great film. What? Twentieth Lo- Century Women, also great film. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I wait. Did uh, you see The Lobster? 
I loved The Lobster. The Lobster was I great. Loved the, now I that, love, now there's I love a depressing lobster. film, and I do love lobster. But no, there, <laughs> there was a depressing film that was like magnificent. Yeah, and lobster right. fascinating the Lobster all the way was through. All right. That was I nice. You I didn't like The Lobster? I haven't seen it. Oh, it's great. I haven't seen The oh, Lobster. Oh my god, it's but so I have episode, seen. I have episode. seen two classic cra- crabs crawl across the beach. I think didn't know what to do, so they pinned. No, oh, tell me more. Two classic crabs came across a dick, didn't know what to do, so they pinched it. The dick was a big old lesson. The dick was a big old lesson. Two classic crabs. Two classic crabs. <laughs> so the film was also up for best picture, but it did not win. Best supporting actor for Lucas Hedges, which I who's that? Maybe the, the kid? kid, probably. Uh, but he did not win. Uh, best supporting actress for Michelle Williams. <laughs> Uh, but she did not win, and best director, but he did not win. So it was up for six. It won two. Uh, well, wait, what did it win? Sorry, what was best it? actor, best orig- uh, best original screenplay, best actor, best actor for Ben. Because for, that's oh, exactly. I almost said Ben. Ooh, that, who so. else was nominated for best actor? I'm just curious. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah just really fun. briefly. Yeah, brief. Uh, best actor was also for Andrew Andrew Garfield and for Hacksaw Ridge, Didn't Ryan Gosling in La La Land, nope. okay. Denzel Washington in Fences, and no. Viggo Mortensen in Captain Fantastic. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, La La Land got some Yeah, stuff. La La Land got... The that mo- was kind of, the of mo- a little more... bit of a groundbreaker. Wow. Yeah, in terms I... of like genre... genre. Wait, right. you guys talked about La La Land already. We did, yeah. Wait, yeah. yeah, that was our first episode. And? Uh, second episode? I liked it. Excuse me. Oh, man, I hated episode. that. You hated it? I thought it was, a, <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> garbage. I, I mean, once again, I thought the cast was fine, but like there was nothing... What, like, what did you like about it? The music? I thought that the production was pretty cool. Yeah, you might. I, I thought think, that I the, think like, you're the, more the of a. Production I think was you're more great. of a sucker for the way things look than I am. And it all looked nice. I but think I mean, the like, look, looks are really important when it comes to vi- visual, like vis- But that's all. Film that, is audio and visual. Like right. if well, you don't but care it's about also the visual, story, it's it's no, also, not was, for me. Like I mean, you don't care about a story. Not necessarily. No, I think that like that's why I well, like that David would Lynch. explain like, why you. That's why I liked Twin Peaks because I was like, it wasn't so much about the story, but these like essences and these weird feelings that were captured. In these weird moments, I think moments. it's very much about a story myself. But well, I think there is a story, but I think that that's secondary to more like the the vibe that's captured. You know I what I mean? Got I got more out of Manchester by the Sea than I did out of La La Land. Oh my God! Wow. I, La La wow, Land, like you are like on a different level here. I just uh, it was just it was like the blandest musical I've ever seen. No, I actually thought some of the songs were pretty good too. Well, I mean, then you know we're talking about like subjective opinion about music. I yeah. was actually I was mm-hmm. trying to remember. The end. I was trying to remember the beginnings of songs during the ends of songs in, but, during that movie, and I couldn't do it. Like I literally, like the song would leave my head before it was even right. over. Well, like, here's I, the thing. I yeah, I didn't, I didn't love the music, but I liked it, and I thought that the last like thirty minutes were really good. Like that whole last sequence with the montage and stuff. Like I thought that was excellent. Well, that's like and 10 it was minutes. like an art art. It was like an art piece. You know what I mean? And it was kind of. It was like about blurring the lines between fantasy and reality, and I felt like it was trying to like really showcase that theme throughout various elements of the movie and I thought it did a good job of that. I Which agree is with more all than of that I can say for Manchester job. by the Sea. <laughs> <laughs> by the by the Sea. Manchester by the Sea. I didn't any, think any, either of them deserved any. Any answers. final thoughts on Manchester by the Sea before we uh, wrap wrap um, it wrap it up in a nice little swift bow here? No. There's better movies out there. Yeah. Oh, so no, many better. No, okay, movies. you know what movie I love is um well, we also did Heavenly Creatures as a. Oh, episode. well, that movie's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Very good. Very good. Well, it's night and, and day. Also, like, but that's, that movie's okay, amazing. Okay, fine. There's a story to that. Have you ever seen Picnic at Hanging Rock? Yeah. 
excellent movie. Yes. But not just because of the story. It's about the essence that's captured, the vibes that are captured. I just feel like there is film that's really interesting that doesn't have to have a crazy story. I didn't it's say anything about, about a crazy story. Or but it it's doesn't not- have to have a story. It can just be feelings that are captured. You yeah, know what I mean? but those feelings are held together by something. It's not just a bunch of random images. I mean, there's like, there is, I mean, I'm sure that even, in, like, in Picnic and Hanging Rock, things happen. Like, there's no, like, okay, like, fine. I just I'm know there's I'm not talking about a crazy here. plot. But I mean, like, I, I think even David Lynch things, especially when they're successful, like, there's, it's not just one image after another. Like, well, okay, like Mulholland Drive. What the fuck is that even about? Well, that's actually not one of my favorite David I Lynch movies. I love that movie. <laughs> that movie is so weird and dark, and that movie, to me, really captures a vibe. I've been meaning and to get, watch scary. it again. I, you know, that's one of the, I'm a big David Lynch fan, and that was one that didn't really capture me, because I, I, it would, well, that one, like, it was so dream logic that after a while, it's just like, well, you know, like, I don't. I'm not worried about anyone. Like, will he, See, will he live? Will he die? I don't know. It doesn't matter because even if he dies, he might come back. That's like, what I'm feeling right now about Twin Peaks. I that is legit, but I will. <laughs> no, no, it's, that's totally valid. You know but, what I mean? But it's I, like it's made me numb to kind of all the feelings that I, I had. The felt. opposite feeling. I like I since I know you guys already talked about Twin Peaks, but I'm going to take this oh, opportunity yeah. to say that I Go am ahead. like like a million percent pro new Twin Peaks. I think it is a slam dunk. I love it so much. There mm-hmm. you have it, folks. Mm-hmm. Check I think it's, it out. I think it is like as I think I. I didn't think it would be that good. It's actually, you know, I just got done watching the original series, and it's actually better. It is. It ex- <laughs> it exceeded my expectations. Yes. When I sat down and watched these new episodes, it I was extremely excited for it, and and granted, it should have probably just disappointed me a little bit, you know, just considering how excited I was for it. But it exceeded my expectations as far as like that was the my experience was as well. I'm, I wholeheartedly so. agree. Good thing we're not uh, haters like some people in this yeah, podcast. Yeah, right. You're the one who just hated <laughs> hardcore. You just said you straight up hated La La Land. And I said, hated Manchester by the Sea. Actually, I didn't really hate it. I just didn't like it. Okay. Look, well, we all hate some things sometimes, and it's okay to love everybody and Everybody hates. Joshy. Joshy Poo. Can I call you that? Dom, you sure thing, Dommy Poo. <laughs> it was a pleasure having you. It was a pleasure to be here. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah, fun. thanks for joining us. We got to get you back on for yeah, another. Yeah, let's watch a better movie next time. <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. Let's watch something funny or we'll, something scary. We'll, yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll switch up the genre for you. Did you guys talk so. about Get Out already? You yeah, did we did. Yeah, it's, great. Right. it's great. Which is totally amazing. Yeah. Yes, I liked it. Yeah. Oh my we, god. I like it. <laughs> we'll get you. We'll get you on another oh episode okay. here. But this has been totally. Tell me. We post new episodes every Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you dig it, share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave us a rating on iTunes. It helps us get the word out. And the intro and outro music is made by Laura and Anton. And thanks for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode of Totally Tell Me. Bye. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? I see. I see. I see. I see. <laughs> <laughs>